Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Darogi. This week, The Snake Wives Say by Mar Vincent. A woman has two choices when she reaches a certain age, the snake wives said, to grow old or to become a serpent. Alice considered the words as she worked lotion into peeling elbows. She hummed improvised tunes to distract from the possible hiss of scales through sun-browned grass. She swept the exoskeletons of spiders their empty cottony nests, cocoon husks, and the papery housing of wasps from corners and eaves on weekly rounds. Not yet, she thought, and her tongue and throat moved in sympathy. There was no one to say it except any snakes who may be listening, and their ears weren't made for human words. She wasn't ready to choose between two equally uncertain paths. The snake wives danced at the old repair garage at the end of town. She saw them on her way to buy groceries. Young and old alike, half-dressed and shameless amid the oil stains and the relict smell of tires. Sinuous movement enticed serpents from their asphalt dozing to twine and coil around bodies. Joined together, they became transcendent forms. From experience, she knew the wordless wisdom of serpents impressed from scale to flesh, the beat of their blood in rhythm with hers, a oneness of intellects and instincts. She had first danced so long ago, back when her joints were supple, her muscles sure, when the divergent possibilities of a snake-wife's future seemed a distant horizon, a path that forked as naturally as a flicking tongue. The older women who were still women taught the younger ones the dance. Those who became serpents shared their wisdom in their own way. Plenty of others her age continued to dance, and would until their time came to choose. For her, the choice was the sticking point. To grow older and wiser, or to change, start over. The decision mattered to snake wives and serpents alike, but it was hers alone. She withdrew into the routines of home, simple tasks and errands, in order to clear her mind of outside influence. Whether serpents impressed the choice into each snake-wife when they danced, or slipped through the cracks of windows to whisper in sibilant tones into the ears of dreamers, or perhaps had no say in it at all, only they knew. Alone, Alice resisted the urge to bask at the sun-soaked riverbank behind her property. Twisted sticks in the currents made her double-take to be sure they were inanimate. Hawks soared over her home with what she hoped was nesting material limp in their beaks. They knew which women belonged among the snake-wives, for they were clever creatures too. Not all of the women danced, though all knew about it. 
the God-fearing sort cast glances, turned shoulders. In other places there were deer brides, lark mothers, hair women. But snakes seemed, to the non-dancers, the most unnatural creatures to share such a bond with. In truth, it was a bond that had existed deep into unrecorded history, a gift so natural as to be unhuman. Ripe raspberries warmed in the noonday sun. Alice could almost taste their fragrance with her tongue as she washed dishes. She imagined the crush of soft, plump fruit against hard palate. She set the last plate to dry and went out with a bowl in hand. The bushes had been trained to midriff height for ease of picking. Mason bees and swallow tails flitted over garnet berries, seeking for late flowers. Overripe berries dropped into her bowl at the slightest touch. She hummed counterpoint to a chorus frog somewhere along the side of the house and followed berries deeper into the tangled plate of vines. A shape slipped amid the vines and she froze. A juvenile garter snake glided toward her hand, drawn by the pheromonal imprint of its kin. No amount of washing, of being away from the dance, would wear the scent off her, nor would she want it to. Despite long months of avoidance, now that she stood face to face with one of the creatures, she opened her hand to it. Judging from its age, she might be the first snake-wife it had encountered. The juvenile dipped its head to her berry-stained palm, tongue flicking her scent, tracing her identity and all those she'd danced with, human and serpent. Its snout rose, and eyes like pillbugs regarded her, intellect more instinctual than that of humanity lit with understanding. Despite her shape, it recognized her sameness. Like, new like. The little snake slipped across her palm to continue in pursuit of its own delicacy, a garden slug. The touch of skin and scale was a welcome sensation, one she'd missed more than she realized. Her hips yearned at the memory of bending and twisting with ease, the embrace of coils, the imprint of snakeskin on flesh, the blended experience of human and serpent merged into one pattern of thought, one being. Only her feet hissed over dust and weeds as she returned to the house. A lonely sound, and suddenly one that didn't sound right to serpent-trained ears. That night she dreamed of snakes and snake-wives, bodies gray and black and dust-colored, striped and ringed and mottled, women young and old, dancers spry and sedate, scale patterns encoded half-understood messages in the sweat-flinging frenzy of dance. They didn't need to be understood to resonate in her. In the morning, she went out into the cicada buzz of the yard. When she scratched at dry skin, a patch flaked away from her elbow. Something glimmered in the gap left behind. Too solid to be muscle, too dark to be bone. Alice felt a smile curve her lips at the change. For all that she'd secluded herself, she'd thought of nothing else but her kin, 
Perhaps the decision was made in her heart long ago, in a language she didn't know the words of. In the hip-high grass, she moved in familiar forms, her feet slithered over dry stalks calling to kin. Torso moved and lengthened, arms and legs joined in singular motion, integument wore away in fragments to reveal a new form. The grass came alive with rustling and bright eyes as serpents joined from all sides. Verticality gave way to earthbound movement, the sleek flex and coil of boundless muscle. She became one in a sea of bodies, softness and warmth beneath keratinous scales. Tongues flicked and snouts nosed, tails twined and untwined in greeting. The musk of serpents gained nuance she'd never known. She read new meaning in the language spelled out in their bodies. Snake wives who had changed before her offered joy in cursive loops and twists. Serpents who had always been serpents smiled with wise eyes and offered welcome in flourishes and sweeps. When she moved, they followed. The garage at the edge of town wasn't far, and the way smelled of serpents. She yearned to see her human kin, to share herself with them. It had been so long since she danced. This has been The Snake Wives Say, written by Mar Vincent. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Derogi. Thanks for listening.